we're going to trial run a uh, a little podcast here. I don't know if this is going to work at all. This is literally my first time making a podcast. We're using Anchor, um, a free website um, website to make your podcast on. I am two hours away from leaving to go to London um, to go uh, visit one of my mates up there, Mr. James Potter. And we're going to go to a little day festival on the Sunday, spend the night there, maybe get a little training session in beforehand. Um, but this uh, this is just a little trial run. I thought I'd um, do a little pre-podcast episode just to kind of run through a couple of things so I know if everything's working, you guys know if everything's working, and um, I can get some feedback and we can go from there. I do want to make this podcast something which is giving value and a lot of the time with podcasts you just come out with new topics each week and you kind of go through the same sort of fitness cycle it's like what I'm doing with my food what I'm doing with my training my current split all those kind of things and I guess a little bit boring and monotonous so I thought I would open this up a little bit to start off if you do and I know this might not get many listens and views and whatever but if you do happen to have some ideas of what you would like me to talk about little old me um to talk about in this podcast going forward then please drop me some drop me a dm on instagram at 7030 fitness um or comment i don't know actually you can't even comment on a podcast can you so never mind but maybe this will turn into a youtube video as well and we can comment on that but um, a little overview, so how things are going with me. It's a bit egotistical to talk about yourself straight away in the first episode, but um, content-wise, that's all I've really got at the moment. So um, I'm currently rehabbing my knees. It's not necessarily because I've had a specific knee injury, um, but I've just had ongoing issues with my knees over the years, so I thought I would... Uh, now take some time to actually invest into building up the strength around my knees before then starting to lift heavy and go through compound movements like hack squat, pendulum, uh, leg press. All those movements have been causing me issues over the years. It's not that I'm necessarily weak at those movements. I can, uh, I'm not like the strongest person in the gym to lift on, on those machines, but I can lift a decent amount of weight. It's just the after effects of that on my knees um are not very comfortable at all like my knees just throb i'll get into bed my my knees will be throbbing it'll keep me up it'll affect my sleep that's going to affect my gains so yeah it's not the most ideal scenario um so a couple of things which i've been doing um in order to kind of strengthen around it is different movements like uh, reverse sled pull which is you know it's quite good to strengthen areas behind uh, sorry in front of your knee around the patella if you're somebody that struggles with like patella tendonitis or you know you go on a leg extension and you have to warm up for like 15 20 minutes in order to stop that um feeling from going through the tendon rather than on the quad it might be something to do with that. It might be a mind muscle connection issue as well. Um, I, 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 at the beginning of sort of my leg training, I was using this uh, tens machine in order to kind of make sure that my quads were contracting the right way. And I do feel that helped as well a little bit. So if you are somebody that struggled with knee issues, um, then I would recommend doing uh, some form of, even if it's just really light leg extensions, making sure that you are contracting the quads in the right areas um, and then progressing uh, and adding a bit more weight. It is one of those things which is commonly talked about in bodybuilding is, is a mind-muscle connection that important? 
and uh, on obviously like a compound movement you're not really going to be able to concentrate as much on on a specific muscle when you're going through a compound movement so i don't want people to overcomplicate it and i think if you haven't got any issues it might not be something you necessarily need to worry about too much but um for myself it, it takes a little bit of time to warm up into those movements i've always had sort of issues with leg press as well that's uh been a sort of in and out of my programs over the years um i've never really been able to stick to it consistently because of knee issues i've tried knee sleeves um tried uh, anti-inflammatories and um all of those things are kind of still it's just kind of prolonged the inevitable so um, now doing a lot of like hamstring building exercises, like areas sort of in the lower hamstring, which attaches into behind the knee, um, doing some Nordic curls, reverse Nordics, um, tibialis raises. Um, so yeah, all the areas around the knee, basically just trying to, um, get nice and sort of strong and get the tendons working, doing a knee over toe, um, lunges as well working through a lot of the uh, mobility areas around the knee so that's the that's my leg training at the moment upper body training is going pretty well i can't really complain i've, I've just been going through a, a bit of a deficit in order to kind of trim up a little bit over summer have a little look what's looking underneath um i did sort of play around the idea of possibly competing this year but i don't think it's in the uh, stars at the moment it's uh with the knee issue not really being at 100 percent and stuff like that I, I if i'm going to be going into a new category like bodybuilding i want my leg training to be optimal um as my legs you know they they are behind a lot of my upper body movement or in in terms of proportions so uh, if i want to be able to <clears throat> at least sort of have them a little bit closer towards my upper body my leg training needs to be in a good position so um yeah that's uh that's where training is at the moment we're slowly increasing food coming out of this dieting phase um i never really dropped very low with my food so it's not really been an issue my the dieting phases if anything are more enjoyable than the gaining phases for me this sort of last three weeks i think it's three and a half four weeks post post uh, diet not been too bad to be honest i've enjoyed food but um certainly the last week um has been a little bit less enjoyable on the food side of things i find my um, my appetite is is good immediately after a diet uh, and then very quickly becomes poor again um but eating like four thousand five thousand calories it will do that so uh yeah um i'm I, like i'm definitely not one of those people that has to um has to necessarily train really really hard and diet really hard to get lean um i'm in a in quite a good position there like my just genetics a lot of my family are very ectomorphic um but when it comes to putting on weight i do have to put in the food a little bit more and with my appetite and my digestive strength i don't know if that's a if that's a thing but i just feel like i've got a weak digestive system um it's uh, it's not always the easiest so i know first world problems isn't it it's really at the end of the day it's not really a big issue but um <clears throat> yeah it's one, something which i've been trying to aim towards is being able to eat a lot more food whilst obviously having good consistent training um we're sitting at about 88 kilos now um and uh, i'm probably going to try and push up 
to you know 92 95 between there will depend on what the look is and sort of how how fast we can continue this um gaining phase i'd like to keep pushing till you know maybe like march april may sort of time next year uh, and then look to compete around august next year is a bit of a there's going to be quite a lot of change for me so um, i'm hoping to move out to australia for a little bit um in august so if all goes to plan i'll compete um in the uk in august and then um go out to australia and compete again sort of you know establish myself a little bit it might not work out that way and you know i'm not i'm not um I'm quite flexible with these kind of things. I don't write, try to set things in stone because, um, you know, some things can come up. We might not even be allowed to go into Australia next year. Um, and if that is the case, I'll probably go to Bali for a bit. Um, but I'm I'm in a position at the moment where I don't really have any ties. I don't really have many responsibilities here. So I can, uh, I can just go around and travel. And having done quite a bit of traveling when I was younger, after school, um, I did like, 14 months traveling around Southeast Asia. I was working, but, you know, I was traveling. Um, and you just, the more you travel, the more you realize there's there's so much out there. It's just, there's so much to explore. There's so many different cultures. There's, and um, if, especially after COVID, of course. Um, but yeah, if you can spend some of your time in your life, you know, traveling and seeing those things, I think it'll it, it's good for you as a person just to kind of humble you a little bit um and just you know this we are we are tiny we're we are specks of dust in this universe so um to explore it a little bit and you know get a little bit of uh life experience and just experience different cultures and things like that it's yeah it's a it's an awesome experience traveling and uh if you've never done it I would highly recommend you do it, even if it's just something very simple, like you go to um, maybe just go to a country which isn't like a holiday destination, you know, because holiday destinations, yes, they're very nice. It's very nice to be able to relax and you can put your feet up. You can have people waiting on your hand and foot. You know, you've got buffets, you've got all this kind of stuff, a swimming pool. But if you're not really like experiencing the culture or you're not really experiencing and like diving into where those areas have come from, like the history behind them and just talking to people from different parts of the world and talking to people from different cultures, it's honestly like it's um, it's I can't, the best way to describe it is kind of like mind expanding. That's a very like strange way to kind of say it, but just gives you a lot more you can relate to people on a, on a different level. Like everybody comes from a different background. Everybody goes through life at a different, and this is going to probably start getting quite deep. Um, it's half past 10 on a Saturday morning and I'm already getting deep, but um, you get to, you get to experience that people come from all different walks of life. And, you know, who we are today is very much um, as a product of, um, what we go through in life and our upbringing and things like that. Some people come from a more privileged background or I don't really like using the word privilege because, you know, it, a privilege kind of makes it sound like you were asked, you asked for it or you, you expected it or in some way you felt like you deserved it. It's just, you know, it's just life, you know, just completely random. Um, so, yeah, we could be in a position where, you know, you grow up in a white white neighborhood in a, a affluent country, or you could be in the position where you, you grow up in a, in a slum in the middle of a very poor country. 
but that doesn't change your value of your life or whatever. You know, it depends. I think I think that that's the biggest thing that you kind of get from traveling is like everybody everybody comes from a different background. Everybody comes from a different um, way of life. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. Let's just get along. You know, it's, it sounds very hippie, um, but at the end of the day, let's be let's be honest. I think uh, all the, the other if we look back through history, people that haven't been having that attitude things just tend to not really end up going very well, do they? So um, let's try something different in it. Let's just all try to get on. <laughs> um, what else is going on in life? Um, I'm actually quite looking forward to Christmas this year already. It's only September the 4th today. But um, as soon as it starts to get to September, I'm not really one of those people that gets excited about Halloween. Um, you know, to be honest, fireworks fireworks night is a, is a big one for me but as soon as i get past my birthday in june my mind starts to wander to uh home alone uh home alone in new york uh maybe a bit of the grinch maybe a bit of harry potter you know the gifts giving gifts um christmas spirit a bit of frost the snow all of those kind of things i just start looking forward to i quite like it when it's cold like when it's cold and frosty outside don't know, just gives me a bit more of that wintry feel. So another thing which I want to do next year is go snowboarding again. Um, it feels like ages since I've been snowboarding. Um, and uh, obviously during COVID, couldn't do that. So we missed out on that for the last two years. But um, try and get some sort of snowboarding in, maybe March time, and then start prep around that time after. Um, let's hope it doesn't mess up my knees anymore. I do feel like the last time I went snowboarding, actually, my knees did go a little bit more deteriorated, deteriorated a little bit more, maybe took a step in the wrong direction, but um, it is incredibly fun. So definitely worth it. Um, just got to try and stay on my feet a little bit more and uh, not come down on your knees. Any impact with my knees is just very uncomfortable. Even just kneeling down, very uncomfortable, but we will we will keep moving. I started rock climbing recently as well. I got into rock climbing a little bit more. I, I did it a lot more when I was younger, um, but I just started a, uh, a course in order to be able to uh, do the belay, the ropes, um, so you can kind of go up the uh, the higher ones and you can take somebody up them. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting addition to my training. Very good for your grip strength, I tell you. Um, but uh, the biggest thing that I found from from that was your forearms. Obviously, your forearms you're you're in basically static holds for a continuation of time, um, which is quite good for a bit of endurance through the forearms. And uh, I am somebody that enjoys training forearms. I do. Uh, I think having some thick forearms, you know, where it looks like you've got those muscle ropes going through your forearms quite aesthetically pleasing so i i do train forearms quite a bit and uh, i do think that has uh, definitely been a benefit from um uh, or that has trans transitioned into climbing as well um not really something that i kind of over like planned to get into or just um as this guy at my gym will um he offered to he was like oh do you want to come rock climbing with me and i was like yeah sure i've done it a few times in the past let's go for it and um took to it to a fish out of to, took to it like a fish in water um when, when i was growing up that was like the main thing i was doing i was just climbing everywhere that's i think that's one of the biggest reasons why my back is uh like my strongest muscle group i started with pull-ups in my in my room 
like doing it off the um, the door frame. That's good for your, your grip as well. Like doing it fingertip pull ups off your door frame, and then eventually I invested in a little pull up bar. Um, and I was always up and down trees when I was a kid. Like just always, if I saw a tree, it I was probably the next five minutes. If you couldn't find me, I was probably at the top of the tree. You know, um, that's the kind of kid that I was. Um, never, I didn't really fall out of trees many times. Actually, no, that's a lie. Um, when I was uh, so when I was younger, my family used to go to this church, and there was a little group of these lads um, that were also in the church. And uh, we'd, in the middle of the service, we'd go out to the courtyard and climb some trees and stuff like that. And uh, there was this one particular tree that we had, like a little tree house in. And um, it was an awesome tree house, to be honest. Like, we um, we had our own little, it, it was like we had our own little bunk beds in it because the branches were so wide that you could literally climb up and then, like, climb across so like climb laterally and you could sit out on the branches and just lie there so um one time we um we took a lot of the branches off other trees and like padded it out so we had like a bit like a leaf mattress that's the only way to really describe it um and um so we, we were lying in those and then the next week we come along and obviously the branches were still there but they were dead so um <clears throat> lying in those and then all of a sudden the uh the, the branches kind of opened up and just I slid straight through and landed on my back but I was all good so kind of just winded a little bit um but yeah lots of good times um lots of good memories as a kid in that uh, courtyard um all right guys I'm going to I'm going to probably leave this episode there so a little bit of a shorter one I'm probably going to try and aim these uh, episodes to kind of get to around like I don't know 30 minutes 20 minutes 25 minutes um and then uh, we'll see if we can get some questions in there. I have a little random chit chat because I quite like podcasts to be a little bit more inform- informal, you know, sit down, chat, a little bit of long form conversation. And we'll try and get some uh, guests on as well uh, in the future as well. So hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you did, give it a rating. If you're on uh, if you're on Apple Podcast, um, leave me a comment. Let me know if this is a thing which you want to on a regular basis. I'll speak to you all guys soon. Take care. Love you. Bye.